Our text for this morning is Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45, and then we pick up in 56 and go through 58. Mary got up and hurried to a city in the Judean highlands. She entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. With a loud voice, she blurted out, God has blessed you above all women, and he has blessed the child you carry. Why do I have this honor, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Happy is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises he made to her. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. And when the time came for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a boy. Her neighbors and relatives celebrated with her because they had heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's back up just in case we missed what happened right before this. At the beginning, Elizabeth, who is past childbearing age, has found herself unexpectedly, joyfully pregnant. And then, just before this, an angel, a messenger from God, had come to Mary, a young woman, and she found herself pregnant, unexpectedly, without a lot of money, in a rough part of the world unmarried. And she is told she is going to bear a special child. And then she goes to visit her cousin, and she sings this song. Listen. She says, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor upon the lowly estate of his servant." Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is God's name. Indeed, God's mercy is for those who fear God from generation to generation. God has shown strength with God's arm, scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly, filled the hungry with good things, and sent the rich away empty. God has come to the aid of his child Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Now, we have some young women here today, and mothers and fathers of young women, teenagers, almost teenagers. And I have a question for all of you. If you found yourself in Mary's position, would you sing? That would not be my first response. Freak out? Yes. Reorganize my spice cabinet? Yes. Organization helps, right? 
go visit a friend the way Mary went to visit Elizabeth? Yes. That part makes sense. But sing? Sing a new song? Telling of God's power and goodness in the midst of this upheaval? I can't quite imagine it. How on earth did she come to sing a song like this? I think no small part of it was that she wasn't alone. I imagine her arriving on Elizabeth's doorstep, hair flying in the wind, eyes wild with fear and excitement, both gasping for breath after her journey, and she's greeted by Elizabeth, six months pregnant, gray-haired, calmer, full of compassion. And Mary's eyes get big as she sees Elizabeth's big round belly. This is really happening. No one has told Elizabeth what's going on with Mary, why her younger cousin is standing here out of breath and wide-eyed. But then the child leaps in her womb, and the Holy Spirit covers her, and she shouts out in joy. And prophecy. These two women, in turmoil they can only understand, come together. The Holy Spirit descends and suddenly they can see, like when the fog lifts and the air is clear and sparkling. I think Mary's song here, in this sacred moment of friendship, comes out of the spirit that descends when we are not alone. It's not just excitement and upheaval and stress in this moment. It's spirit-filled recognition. It's holy. They can't help but cry out. God is here in me, in you, taking shape among us. Without God, this is just a story about two unplanned pregnancies, one very welcome and one very complicated. But together, Elizabeth and Mary see the power of God at work in their lives. But maybe this isn't where you are today. Maybe your heart is not overflowing with song. The last few coffees I've gotten at Starbucks have had a sticker on it. Maybe you've gotten this too that says, Merry and Bright. And it feels like a command to me. (laughs) Merry and Bright. That's the season. And some days, yes. Some days, no. Maybe... You're in that place today. Maybe you are sad that there are faces that were with you last year that will not be with you this year. Or maybe you are mourning a loss that happened many years ago, and yet every cell of your being still misses them. Maybe you're worried about what this coming year holds. 
Maybe you feel like you should be happy. Everything works out on paper, but you can't shake the blues. The nights have gotten too long, and the days too short, and in the cold, old injuries ache. All this singing and shouting and merry and bright just makes it worse. Mary's singing about all the great things God has done, and maybe life feels undone for you or someone you love. Even so, God is here. That's the story of the cross, the deeper and darker side of the incarnation. Even in death and darkness lies holiness with us, in solidarity with us. The Gospel of John said, God so loves the world, all of the world, all the parts of our lives, the easy ones, the clearly joyful ones, and the hard parts too. Maybe you can't see that today. Or maybe tomorrow will be the hard day where you can't see that. Or you can't imagine saying these words of joy, my soul magnifies the Lord, into your pain or the pain of someone you love. Feels like God has forsaken you. Or you just question this whole God business altogether. Here's the thing we find in Mary and Elizabeth. We are not meant to bear these burdens alone. We are not meant to bear them alone. We are meant to bear them in a community of faith. We hold the faith for one another. Mary couldn't sing until she got to Elizabeth. Elizabeth didn't know the truth of the situation until Mary came to her. And even the words that Mary sings out carry the echoes of another expectant mother generations before, as Hannah sang out with her good news. So if you can't sing today, if you are not merry and bright, if your heart is full but not with joy, that's okay. Your neighbor will laugh with you and weep with you. And perhaps next week, you'll sing for them. We hold this together. Christ is present wherever two or three are gathered, whether it is here or at your kitchen table or in the hospital waiting room or at the graveside. Spirit comes and is with us and within us and among us. And that's the source of our song and our joy. No matter what, God is with us. Christ is born from the darkness of the womb. And Mary and Elizabeth, they sing. Amen.